Can I rant for a sec? Please. Pay apps are way too public. What happened? Some rando hearted a payment from five months ago, and I realized people can see my entire history, who I'm paying, like full names. It's super weird. Yeah, it's weird. How are you paying your friends then? Apple Cash. It's all in messages. You can literally send cash like a text, and it stays between friends. Random people can't see it. Did you just pay me a dollar on Apple Cash? <laughs> Services are provided by Green Dot Bank. Member FDIC. Terms apply. This episode is brought to you by PNC Bank, who believes some things in life should be boring, like banking. Because boring is safe and responsible, level-headed and wise. All things you want your bank to be. You don't want your bank to be cool or sexy. Sexy is for 80s hair bands, not banks. That's why PNC Bank strives to be boring with your money so you can be happily fulfilled with your life. PNC Bank, brilliantly boring since 1865. Brilliantly Boring Since 1865 is a service mark of the PNC Financial Services Group, Incorporated. PNC Bank, a national association, member FDIC. The state of Tennessee is one of the few places where the sounds are just as breathtaking as the sights. Whether that's live music at a historic music venue, the crack of an open fire at a campsite in the wilderness, or hearing kids laughing as they explore what's right around the bend, Tennessee just sounds perfect. Start planning your trip at tnvacation.com. Tennessee sounds perfect. Brought to you by the reinvented 2012 Camry. It's ready. Are you? Welcome to Stuff Mom Never Told You from HowStuffWorks.com. Hey, and welcome to the podcast. This is Molly. And I'm Kristen. Uh, Kristen, I have something pretty cool to brag about. Uh, okay. So before we came in here, I was taking a little quiz on discoveryhealth.com about my levels of jealousy. Oh, really? And as it turns out, based on a 10 or so question uh, quiz, I am not a jealous person. Apparently on a scale of 100, I am only 23 jealous. 23? 23 out of 100. Apparently, according to the test results, it says, you appear to have a complete lack of jealous feelings. Um, that sounds kind of inhuman, Molly, but I guess uh, kudos because I took that same quiz and I scored a 28. So it looks like I am the more jealous of the two. Five points more jealous. I will say I had a few problems with some of the questions. Um, there was a question that said, accidentally, you find out that your boyfriend slash husband confided in his friend that he had a sexual dream about his favorite actress. Uh-oh. And you're asked to rate how much would it bother you mm-hmm. from extremely to not at all. Mm-hmm. Now, it's not going to bother me if a guy has a dream about his favorite actress because he's probably never going to meet his favorite exactly. actress. If it had been a dream about his ex-girlfriend, I mean, I might have rated it a little higher than I did. Yeah, I found a problem with the question uh, asking what would you do if you were at a party with your boyfriend and you noticed that he was flirting with a girl. Uh, I said that I would I would approach them and make a sarcastic comment about them flirting, <laughs> which once again, it all depends on the girl. You know, if it was like you said, like an ex-girlfriend, I would probably fr- fly into a screaming rage and leave the party. And crying. I did I did find some of the options they provided for us a little humorous. Um, for example, would you, uh, tell your mate that you were not feeling well and leave the party with or without him? No. Would you find someone to flirt with, but not really enjoy it? Could be. Uh, would you approach them? Is this what you had? Make an ironic remark about their flirting? Exactly. Yeah. That's what I would like myself to do. That's what I'd like the cool Kristen 
to do. I would like to get up and beat the crap out of the woman, which is a direct quote from the quiz, by the way. Um, but before we get into things I would beat the crap out of, why don't we talk more about what jealousy is and why some people think that women experience it differently than men. Okay. Well, I think the first thing that we have to talk about, Molly, is the difference between jealousy and envy, because those words are used interchangeably mm-hmm. a lot. And and the fact of the matter is they are completely different. Right. Jealousy comes from the Greek word zelos, meaning ardor, intense desire, or eagerness. Whereas envy is, in short, you know, a desire for something that's not yours. Right. It's basically what you have and what you're afraid of losing Mm -hmm. versus what someone else has that you don't have. That's envy. And losing a potential, like, job or partner or possession that you already own to someone else, that's jealousy. Right. So now that we know the difference between jealousy and envy, Molly, the next question is, are women more jealous than men? Because I think that that's a cultural stereotype that that I at least hear a lot. Sure. And I found on AskMen.com, the <laughs> my cultural go-to for men, the top ten, top ten signs she's psychotically jealous. Oh, my. There's not any sort of equivalent for males on Cosmo, so I think that it's more a problem that men worry about um, in terms of their ladies than vice versa. What's the number one sign, just out of curiosity? It's she keeps tabs on you. For example, if your man comes in and says that he was late because of traffic mm-hmm. and then you get on the computer to check traffic reports, um, that's a sign apparently that you're psychotically jealous. Hmm. But, you know, while that's sort of um, aggravating behavior that AskMen.com recommends that men get rid of, jealousy is actually pretty hard to study. Um, you know, it's hard to do sort of a long-range study about an emotion like this. But right now, the theory is that women are more inclined to be jealous because this is sort of a compliment. We're more honest and in touch with our emotions than males. And I have to take a point, though, with that uh, with that rationale behind women being more jealous, because I think just because we might be more inclined to be in touch with our emotions and express jealousy, I don't think that in any way that means that we experience jealousy more than men. Hmm. Um, well, you know, you might be onto something because men and women get jealous over the same thing. They have the same jealousy triggers. Uh, mm-hmm. Basically, anything valuable to them is going to trigger jealousy. One difference, though, that people have noted is that when, let's say, a relationship is threatened, women are more likely to aim their jealous behavior at the other woman than at their partner mm-hmm. as a way to sort of protect the relationship by getting rid of all known enemies. Right. And those results tend, tend to stay the same across younger age groups as well. That, that study was dealing with jealousy in adult women. And a similar study of ninth graders found that, um, girls have higher standards of loyalty, kindness, empathy, and commitment than boys. And so they exhibited more jealousy towards, um, friendship relationships as well. Right. So if, you know, you're supposed to go shopping with your friend and all of a sudden she shows up with another friend, this higher level of loyalty and commitment feels violated mm-hmm. and you act out in a jealous way, as opposed to if like a guy shows up with another guy, they're more likely just to all go shopping together to the arcade. So... Why do you think that this is, Molly? Why do you think that there are these underlying gender differences between jealousy in men and women? Hormones? That's <laughs> our answer to everything. It's actually not hormones. According to some of the older studies about gender differences and jealousy, scientists used to just chalk it all up to natural selection. Ooh, evolution. Evolution. Yeah, basically the rationale was that 
women were more um, emotionally jealous in romantic relationships because they wanted to prevent the the resource loss of, you know, the man straying and um, being unfaithful to her. Whereas men's jealousy triggers were focused more on physical infidelity in order to prevent, um, you know, t- in order to protect their I guess, um, reproductive success. Right. They can't have their woman running around and being impregnated by everyone. Mm-hmm. But these, those types of theories have largely been discredited because of, like you said, jealousy is a really difficult emotion to, to actually study because it's a pretty complex combination of fear, shame, anger, self-esteem, and just general life events that all maybe lead up to adult patterns of jealousy. Right. But, you know, I know one guy who would say that um, we can track uh, a specific moment at which women might start acting a little bit more jealousy. Would that be Sigmund Freud? It would. Apparently, old Sigmund has uh, a theory that you've probably heard of called penis envy, Mm -hmm. which is when the female envies male characteristics or capabilities, especially the possession of a penis. So as soon as young girls figure out that they don't have a penis, they spend the rest of their life overcompensating for it. And old Sigmund's theory has also been pretty widely discredited, beginning um, particularly in the 1970s with the with the feminist movement. At some point, if if Sigmund Freud's penis envy theory was correct, that would mean that girls would have to understand and be able to relate to the experience of having a penis, which is kind of impossible but isn't that isn't that what he's saying the whole root of our deficiency is and that's why we're so compelled to have children and overcompensate in other areas well molly i think that um sigmund freud's kind of concept about women having to overcompensate is sort of not valid these days because women really don't have to um you know there are more options open to us to you know make our own way rather than just bearing children. So um, in another study in 2000, published in 2004 in uh, the Journal of Evolutionary Psychology, found that when asked about sexual versus emotional infidelity, both men and women reported more jealousy about their partner's emotional infidelity. So it looks like at some point, this whole idea of women being the more jealous sex isn't necessarily true. It all kind of evens out is what you're saying. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Well, we've been talking a lot, uh, mainly about romantic jealousy, but there are a few other types of jealousy we should probably mention. Um, it's very common. Sibling rivalry all comes from jealousy of mm-hmm. your siblings, and that's perfectly normal and natural. Unfortunately, there's not much you can do about it. Right. Um, there's also work jealousy. I mean, if Kristen were to find a new partner for this podcast, I'd be extremely jealous. <laughs> and then... Um, there's friend jealousy that we kind of talked about earlier with the, with the studies of the ninth graders with, you know, if you think that a friendship is in jeopardy, you'll become jealous if, you know, say your best friend starts hanging out with, with a new girl or guy. Yeah. If you found a new friend, I'd be jealous, Kristen. <laughs> and then there is family jealousy, which I think ties into sibling rivalry and things like that. If you think that one, um, you know, sibling is being favored by parents more than you. Yeah. And especially in blended families, this can be something that's very uh, tricky to navigate when, you know, new families are coming together and there's sort of competition for a stepfather's time and things like that. And I think the thing to remember about jealousy when we're going over all these different types of it is the fact that jealousy is a very innate human emotion. Um, there's evidence of, um, Jealous feelings 
in children as young as six months old. I mean, I think that it's something that, that we're almost born with. But um, even though it's a natural emotion for us to experience, it can tend towards the abnormal side. Like the psychotic. psychotically jealous, as askmen.com would put it. <laughs> right. Although that's probably a little bit of an exaggeration. Right. But, I mean, people do exhibit abnormal jealousy. Um, and this, you know... You know, for better or for worse, some of these issues are tied to women like extreme insecurity, mm-hmm. um, immaturity. I'm not going to count that one because most women, I think, are mature. But being a control freak, I mean, that's something that sometimes we associate with women is they've got to have things their way. And when that doesn't happen, then jealousy can occur. Right. And higher standards of body image, cultural standards like that, I think, can also play a big role. But the good thing about jealousy is that when experienced sort of in a normal scenario, it can drive you to kind of accomplish greater things. Sort right. of like anger can be a useful emotion. It can be a very motivating force mm-hmm. if you use it for the right reasons. If you use your powers for good and not evil. Right. If you, for instance, with workplace jealousy, if I think that one of my coworkers is going to be up for a promotion that I think that I'm due instead, that will probably make me come into work earlier, get more done, get my boss's attention more, hopefully in good ways. <laughs> um, <laughs> that will make me compete more for, for that promotion. Right. And it's really more interpersonal jealousy within friendships and relationships that can be a little harder to navigate. And Mm -hmm. the advice we have for that is kind of simple. It may not always sound like the most practical advice, um, but it's it's pretty recommended by experts that if you do have jealousy that's sort of interfering with your relationship with someone, you really just have to sit and talk it out and explain what's making you upset, um, how you can deal with it. And I think that's what the quiz that we were talking about earlier was trying to get at. Um, with some of their options, even though a few of them were things that were kind of silly, like beating the crap out of another woman. <laughs> yeah, um, over being overly aggressive or completely passive aggressive, not healthy ways. Not good to ideas to jealousy. jealousy. So if you want to learn more about jealousy and the other complex human emotions, you can go read about that on HowStuffWorks.com. For more on this and thousands of other topics, visit HowStuffWorks.com. Brought to you by the reinvented 2012 Camry. It's ready. Are you? This episode is brought to you by PNC Bank, who believes some things in life should be boring, like banking. Because boring is safe and responsible, level-headed and wise. All things you want your bank to be. You don't want your bank to be cool or sexy. Sexy is for 80s hair bands. Not banks. That's why PNC Bank strives to be boring with your money so you can be happily fulfilled with your life. PNC Bank. Brilliantly boring since 1865. Brilliantly boring since 1865 is a service mark of the PNC Financial Services Group Incorporated. PNC Bank National Association member FDIC. Tennessee just sounds perfect. Whether that's live music, the crack of a campfire, or kids laughing on an adventure. To start planning your trip, visit tnvacation.com. Tennessee, sounds perfect. This episode is brought to you by Pedigree. If you've been looking for love at first sight, it is closer than you think. It can be found at your local shelter. So this June 7th to 9th, join the Pedigree Adoption Drive and the Pedigree brand will reimburse your dog adoption fees nationwide. Pedigree knows that bringing a dog into your home not only opens their heart, it can open yours too. Visit pedigree.com slash adoption dash drive to learn more about the adoption drive and to see full terms and conditions.